<laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, and variations thereof, welcome to the Selectives Lorecast, a casual Elder Scrolls podcast. My name is Rotten Deadite. With me today are. I am James, also known as Aramithius. And I'm Felix, also known as Banuhana Masaishi. And Chris is very racist. Today. Yes. <laughs> yes, absolutely. I am terrible. That is now on the record. Uh, today, uh, today, we're supposed to talk about Serpent 21, but we're not going to do that because it's April 1st. We're going to talk about the Lesty Argonian Maid. Uh, so everybody strap in. My heritage is showing. Yeah, yeah. I'm a good old boy. What can I say? Every, everybody strap in. Yeah. yeah. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Mm-hmm. Strap in straps. Uh-huh. Um, That's what she yeah. said. So, uh, let's, the Lesty Argonian made, let's do, let's do meta commentary really quick. It's a book <laughs> in Morrowind. Yes. Uh, yes. first written showed up in Morrowind. Yet written by a counselor for House Lalu named Crisis Curio, who, uh, is, uh, uh, and I'm being conservative here, a freak. Um, sex uh, past. he's definitely, definitely, sex def- definitely would end up getting me Yeah. Um, Definitely mm. had some would have had some lawsuits. <laughs> yes. Um, definitely would have been paying off porn stars. Um and uh yeah, and so he uh he was apparently a playwright in his spare time when he wasn't being a counselor for a major political force. Corrupt uh, political force, mind uh, you. Well, that's uh, yes. what I said. It, it, take it as red. Corrupt it's political, a political force. force. Um, so, yeah. Yes. And they uh and uh uh, are we already demonetized? Oh, okay. All right. Um, <laughs> that's fair. Yeah. That's fair. fair. It's a good April call. Fool's joke. Thanks, Twitch. Now remonetize me, please. No, right. no they won't. Um, no. And, and so uh, uh, many uh, players, if you hang out in r slash Morrowind or similar places, you'll eventually always get like the new player to Morrowind who has not been reading forums will pop on and go, what is this guy's deal? And, uh, yeah. Um, That's what we're here to explain today. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Well, no, uh, we're not here to explain that because I don't have a degree in psychoanalysis and I'm not (laughs) trained to discuss um, hypersexuality. So instead, uh, we're going to talk about the nonsense that Crassius Gurio wrote. Uh, When he he was a playwright, and uh, there's not really a whole lot of information about how successful he was. Apparently, he wrote a play called um, uh, the one that was fairly well received called "The Dance of the Three Legged Guar." Yes, um, that, which that is a euphemism, itself. by the way. Yeah. Yes, yeah, but he does outright say that he is openly writing tat because yeah. he um, to, he's um, he talks about the last year he made in the sense of and to quote his dialogue it's a rather bawdy tale but i think it will play well with the people yeah, it, yeah. so he's in other words he's hitting the audience, lowest folks. bar yeah 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 mm-hmm. he's he's being a hack mm-hmm. yeah which is fine i mean you know whatever it takes to put money on the table but you're a you're a, a lalu counselor you've already got a big enough table with money on it um yep and uh so uh but that was not that Crisis Curio was not always a counselor in Halalu. He used to be uh, apparently homeless. Um, <laughs> as we discover in a quest in uh, Elder Scrolls Online, I believe. How? Uh, uh, well, that's we'll get to that. Okay. Um, I mean, shenanigans. Uh, yeah. Let's see. Or, or, or is it or do we find out about this in? Um, no, this is something we found out in about in um, uh, Solsheim in the Dragonborn expansion. Ah, There's okay. a quest in Raven Rock for, with the Arano family, 
who talk about how they had a history with Crisis Curio uh, way back in the day, way back in the second or third era. Third era. Um, where uh, Crisis Curio uh, was a capture of position. Okay. Um, uh, if you have dead air on your bingo card, yeah, you can, yeah, you can uh, yeah. I, the problem is I'm getting lost in this paragraph I'm trying to read, and it's literally like I'll, I'll read like two lines and then skip back to the other. It's 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 um, <laughs> yeah, it's just a learning yeah, disability, folks. Um, yep. Uh, so uh, apparently there was a, a family in Morwind who helped him out, and uh. Yes. Um, near destitution, he eventually petitioned the Arano family seeking shelter, expecting to be turned away. Instead, he was offered a place to stay in their home. He would eventually work his way up the ranks of the great house. Uh, and uh, by or the year 427 of the third era, he had become a counselor. So as a as thanks to the Arano family, he gifted them an autographed copy of the Lusty Argonian Maid, which you uh, go out and find for him for them. Uh, in a little sort of side quest, uh, which I guess you know that's fine. <laughs> um, but uh, but Son, when, this smut has been in the family yeah, for generations, thousands of years. Uh, <laughs> and by okay, this, I don't know why your Dunmer suddenly became like working class Italian from the Bronx. But that but thousands, the- of, yeah. Right, I don't, well, usually it's uh, usually I go for some kind of weird sort of. It's it's not exactly British. It's some kind of strange, kind of vaguely posh accent. But then you know, <laughs> you, you you do the you do the voice, and it starts to sound a little different. Um, I was just trying to go for a straight up Morrowind copy because I loved how the Dunmer in that game sounded like they all started smoking and drinking from the age of five. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's like you know, ah, yes, that mm-hmm. was very funny. I'm laughing so hard. Well, yes. if you have to breathe ash for most of your life, <laughs> mm-hmm. right. that'll do it. I'm yeah, walking exactly. here and walk. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, we are so awful and terrible. If, well, yes. well, this is the day if to the do the various it. <laughs> afterlives of uh, the Elder Scrolls were real, we would all be burning in the worst ones. Mm-hmm. We really would. Oh, um, oh no, never mind. I was about to talk about a mod. But, um, okay. So, uh, so. Uh, so anyway, Crisis Curio, uh, a, a lot of people, well, I should say a more meta commentary. A lot of people were, um, interested to say the least to find a copy of the Lesti Argonian made in Elder Scrolls online as a random drop. And a lot of people said, uh, how is this possible? It was written in the yeah. third era <laughs> yeah. and from the future for a fair number of, uh, of patches and content. Um, we never heard about like why that why that and other books turned out to be um in the uh uh in the in the in the in an earlier game and uh it turns out to be uh because of uh, some of some of them were just backdated uh like the um frontier conquest and accommodation mm-hmm. um they just literally changed 3e to 2e in the text and changed the publication date and so i'd imagine quite a few of them wound up like that and quite a few of them have absolutely no <clears throat> reference points whatsoever that's well, lazy that's cheating zero out of ten in oh well, yeah 
in the case of Ruminations on the Elder Scrolls and uh, um, a number of other books, uh, what we discovered in... Uh, I'm trying to see if this is... Okay, is this... Uh, are they going to tell us where this is in? It's in Shadowfen. There's a, a, a alien ruin called Gan, Gandra, Dr, Gandran and Ruins in central Shadowfen. Uh, I don't know what patch this was added on. Uh, other people might be able to help me on that. Uh, <laughs> I know nothing about the patch maybe, history stuff. So. Maybe chat might help. Um, yeah, <laughs> it's because of Hermaeus Mora's. Thank you, Yagni. It's Hermaeus Mora's time bending library. It's uh, basically the the uh, Gendron Gendron in ruins was built by an Iliad uh, Daedra worshipper who worshipped Hermaeus Mora, and this person built a this elf built a uh, uh, a library that was enchanted to bring books in from across space and time. Uh, mm-hmm. And uh, some of the books that it brought in were, you know, the Lusty Argonian Maid uh, and a few others. But what's interesting about this is that this ha- apparently happened way back in, like, it, it could be early second era or possibly even first era mm-hmm. when, this, uh, when this thing was built. And it would have been first era because the Iliad Revolution happened. The Alessian Revolution happened before ESO. So... The uh, this alien ruin brings in this book, and then the book is disseminated to um, whoever's horny enough to read it. And uh, <laughs> suddenly, disseminated <laughs> suddenly <laughs> begins to inspire uh, lots of other uh, novels. Uh, and there's actually a book uh, by a guy named um, Tellinger the Artificer, Artificer, oh, yeah. the sol- sultry Argonian maid. Yes. Uh, uh, well, he he writes a book about um, the about the Lesti Argonian made as an oral tradition, uh, okay. <laughs> and uh, and the the so the Lesti Argonian made inspired other cultures to write similar um, plays, including here's a list: the Lesti Bosmeri of Valenwood, the Gajits wrote Two Moons for Sugar. The Bretons wrote Sornheim's Sornhelm's Lusty Orifice. <laughs> yeah, that'll get you demonetized. The Red yeah. Guards wrote The Sandy Spear of, Spear of Alakir, and the Nords wrote The Maiden's Tight Hold. <laughs> yeah. Yes, uh, bootstrap paradise. And on that, uh, I think we call this episode. That, yeah. that, there we go. So, con- a, conservatively speaking... Conservatively yeah. speaking, it's possible Crassius Curio wrote his novel without knowing about these other books. It's possible that Crassius Curio wrote his novel uh, knowing about the other ones and just con- considered it a con- continuing tradition. Hence the yep. bootstrap paradox is also very possible that Crassius Curio found the earlier version of it, named himself after the author, and published it as his own work, which is unlikely considering that it had been around for thousands of years. People probably would have known about it. Yep. Um, who who knows what's going on? All that we know for sure is it was a creative way of solving what was almost definitely a mistake. <laughs> yeah. Um, that somebody in ESO put the book into the uh, loot level list without thinking about whether or not it was appropriate lore wise. And I mean, quick, uh, make uh, lore out of this. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, like, it, it's always important to remember that really hardcore Elder Scrolls lore nerds like us are an. A, absurdly small minority and that yeah, um 
and, we're and like that, a perpetual thorn in Todd Howard's side. Yeah, the number yeah. of people who posted to forums complaining about the Lusty Argonian Maid being in the second era probably numbered in less than a dozen, and they were probably all the people who noticed. <laughs> um, there were probably also mutuals of ours. Mm-hmm. It's merely space bending since it essentially just pulls from the apocrypha. That's a good point. Yeah. yeah, if the, if you if okay, so this actually side derails us onto the idea of whether or not the Daedric uh, planes exist outside of time, which is yes. uh, not yeah. a horrible. It's not a horrible proposition considering the fact that linear time was made specifically for Mundus, and Oblivion lies outside or around Mundus. However, <laughs> however, I would, yeah, I would point out that linear time was created when Akatosh was formed. In quite in most of the tellings that I can find, it wasn't okay. created when Mundus was formed. Mundus was there to put limitation on things, not to have time happen. Right. right. I mean, time is a limitation, mm-hmm. but um, I think the line is, if I can remember the monomyth correctly, Akatosh formed, Akatosh forms, and time begins. It's literally mm-hmm. that simple. Yeah. So, yeah. so long as there is Akatosh, there is time. So, in theory, Oblivion is subject to time, but. You've got things like uh, Fanuit Hen's uh, Lawmaster's archives, uh, where he is plainly confused about when stuff is supposed to be happening. Like he talks about the Battle Spire as if it's that's all been over and done with. And mm. there's a case of how's this happened? Will it happen? I don't quite know anymore. Can you please keep, get it straight for me, huge Raparius? <laughs> right. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so. We've got um, a couple of interesting takes in chat. Um, yeah. Gagne is proposing that linear time wasn't created when Akatosh was formed. Unlinear time was formed when Akatosh was formed. How Which I, you... I would like you to expand on, but Draylin suggests that time was created with Akatosh, but linear time was created with Mundus. But I think Akatosh was created after Mundus was created. You could also, well, oh. but you could also say that oh. it is impossible to say that if that Akatosh was created after Mundus because. Until Akatosh was created, there was no after anything. Because mm, af- so, the word after requires a linear yeah. concept of time, which didn't uh, exist until Akatosh did. F- Felix is waving his hands. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Time for me to get my red guard on. So, mm-hmm. all right. Mm-hmm. There you um, go. There you go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's uh, laid out, at least in the previous world, if you want to consider that Yokodar, just how the world in general works. Mm-hmm. Uh, it says that Satak was the first, aka one serpent, who came before, and uh, all the worlds to come rested in the glimmer of his scales. But they had no room to move or even be. Mm-hmm. And then uh, the worlds called out for something to save them and allow for things to change. And this was Akel, the hunger. And I don't think it's a coincidence that Akel sounds very similar to Aka, as in, you know, the Aka shard. And so as things start to move, so like, hey, look, we have all the worlds and they're here. Mm -hmm. So there's space, but they're not moving or changing. So now you need time. So first came space, then came time. That caused Satak to start biting its own tail. That causes the cycle. Akel as Aka, a.k.a. Aka Shard. The hunger is actually like what would become Akatosh. It's it's an earlier subgradient. And given that mm-hmm. you tend to conflate Akel with, or associate Akel with Sep, that also puts more fuel into the fire of Lorcan and Akatosh being the same thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, again, it's the, the typical record <laughs> thing. It's like, oh, yeah. what's the difference? They're all basically the same god. So, yeah, that's... <laughs> mm-hmm. th- th- this is why I love the Red Guards, man. Um, but also... <laughs> mm-hmm. 
Also, though, I just wanted to kind of point out that like that's probably <sighs> where it really comes from. And I think there's even some book, I forget if it's in like a version of the monomyth or it's in like uh not the Mysterium's arcs, uh some other book might have even been by the commentaries by Mankar Cameron. But um uh when there there's a book somewhere that mentions that it wasn't Akatosh who first actually caused time. It was actually um a Nuiel who saw like the world and then like caused things to by like perceiving things. Then that allowed uh with the first um understanding of what their tasks were to be, that's then when time actually starts mm. um as a concept. And then linear time is Ariel. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think I recall seeing a book somewhere that was making right. the distinction. So like uh, okay. Ariel Akatosh, we can understand that's kind of the same kind of correction. Thank thank you, mystical monkey man, for separating mm-hmm. the dragon from the elf. Yeah. Um, but I think that like someone was trying to say that it's actually a Nuiel that causes uh <clears throat> or sorry, a Nuiel's interactions with um um uh, Lorcan or Padamir, whoever that caused mm-hmm. like time to actually <clears throat> happen as a thing because of yes. their interaction. Yes. Um and like that allows the concept to be, and then the actual cycle or the concept of linear time is then the next upgrading of Ariel, who's like, oh, okay, so that's my purpose. Okay, oh, okay, cool. so is okay, so is time sish is is time time ish. <clears throat> yeah, because sish <clears throat> was the idea of the impossible of Anu finally <clears throat> doing something or Anuiel <clears throat> finally doing something, and so the idea of um, so the idea of change without, uh, or the the idea of change at all needs time in yeah, some like, way, shape or form, because you need movement, you need something to shift, and mm-hmm, if you have time, mm-hmm. then you have to have Sithis. And so in some mm-hmm. way, Akatosh as a time thing is related to Siege in and of itself. Oh yeah, it has to be. Yeah, because yeah. in the respect that like a light and an, like, an object yeah. bathed in light is related to its shadow, mm. you, you, you can't have one without getting the other, that kind of stuff. Um. Yeah. Well. Okay. So I can't believe we actually got like, some good lore going. Like actual. Oh, I knew we would. Gonian I knew yes. we would. I knew we would. Come on. Yes. Come on. We do this all the uh, time. <laughs> yes. Come on. Um. So the uh uh uh, uh so the lusty Argonian maid. Back to the original thing. Um. Is for for those of you who have not read this book, I don't know. I mean, first off, I envy you. Um, and, but it's basically just a collection of, uh, of, of, you know, metaphors, I guess is the a polite way to put it. Innuendos. Um, innuendo. Thank you. That's for. the word I was looking for. And, uh, uh, and it's almost certain that, uh, apparently at some point, uh, Crisis Curio was having problems finding actors to play in the play. Um, <laughs> Gee, which, I wonder why. Which yeah. doesn't surprise me. There's only I know from my experience in in a, a, a very distantly observing uh, behind the scenes stuff in Hollywood is that you uh, you're only going to cast two types of actors for this kind of role. You're either going to cast an actor who hasn't done a lot of work in a while and was never very popular and is hungry as fuck, or you're going to find you're going to cast an actor who's so freaking method. That they are looking to uh, completely divorce themselves from another character uh, that they are famous for, or something. Um, uh, I'm just so imagining for, 
you know, I'm just like, imagining now Daniel Day Lewis yeah. reading the script, be like, <laughs> "My God, this is perfect for me." This, I could, I could really sink my teeth into this role. It's, uh, <laughs> it's, it's certainly not something anyone will expect. Um, yeah, uh, we have fun here. I'd like. I, I was yeah. wondering if I could ask the actor, if I could ask the director, if I could possibly play the Argonian maid. Um, I'm surprised that um, that Crassius doesn't try and get it put on in the House of Earthly Delights in Suran. They would totally do that down there. I, th- I yeah. think that's part of the joke, though, right? Mm-hmm. That mm-hmm. his work is so bad that even the even Dunmer, there. who are like the horniest of elves, mm-hmm. won't even touch it. Mm-hmm. That's how <laughs> bad it is. The Dunmer are like, listen, Inwa, even we have standards. <laughs> yeah. There's a high <laughs> demand for Argonian actors. Well, yeah. Uh, they're slaves, so getting dicey there, folks. Um, there is certainly. Uh, oh, you know, like how Slalu would have some kind of rule about how you know we don't allow Argonians to play Argonians in the play. No, you know, it, it'd be some old old school Shakespeare crap about how women aren't allowed to play women. Um, and yeah, uh, yeah. and uh, uh. uh but the 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 lusty argonian maid also has i should also mention has been uh referenced in a number of other games <laughs> um <laughs> yes uh including uh well it was mentioned that it's 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 in adventure time the cartoon um it's uh <laughs> it's it's mentioned in runescape as the lusty as as guardian maid and then in World of Warcraft, there's a, uh, a, a there's a, an item you can loot called a steamy romance novel, the lusty draconian maid mage, excuse me, um, which is oh, also yeah. smut um, <laughs> and, so, and written, kids, written by an author who likes memetics. to do self inserts. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's like yeah, textbook it, memetics. Right it, it has kind of yes. become a meme. There are a lot of Skyrim players who know the lusty argonian maid, but have never heard of the 36 lessons. And uh, or, you know, or uh, or uh, uh, any other like relatively relatively important book. Um, I I remember at some point or another reading uh, a thread on r slash Skyrim that was uh, people talking about, you know, have any of you guys actually read any of the books? Um, Some of these are really good. And it was like, you know, talking about like the the last year of twenty nine, whatever, you know, and um, 20, 20, 20, yeah. yeah. And uh, uh, and and people were mentioning, uh, was it uh, Thief, Mage King, yeah, and um, and a couple of other like long books, and uh, and of course somebody pops in and goes, "Lusty Argonian Maid," <laughs> and um, people, yeah, people know that book. It's got it's got a reputation in you know <laughs> among gaming fans. Uh, yeah, because because apparently enlightenment. Who, who needs enlightenment when mm-hmm. Argonian tales? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. It's that far easier. Gussie is eternal. Yeah. Uh. Um. <laughs> oh, you liked Argusi? Is that? It? <laughs> I, I got a laugh out of my wife. Yep. Um. <laughs> Who need the Argusi? <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god! The real world, yeah. it, perhaps, ba- uh, perhaps basis is a book uh, like the list you're going to. That's quite. And an amount of literature devoted towards wealthy white guys sowing their wild oats to a non-white female servant. Yes, that is accurate. This it does play to this uh, the sort of cliche of the uh, of the uh, uh, submissive horny maid and the uh, rich uh, you know master kind of um, uh, you know aristocratic uh, male 
uh, lead. And um, it's like those awful the help is always, well, but stopping the help has always been a thing that rich people are are frequently accused of. And um, I mean, that's also referenced elsewhere in the Elder Scrolls, actually, because mm-hmm. uh, the real Baron Zaya. The way that's mm-hmm. the way that she's put across in that. I mean, she had a hand in writing it, so it's not going to be entirely negative PR for her. But that's entirely the stuff that's playing into the whole idea of. The whole idea of oh you're going to expect Dunma females to be promiscuous because that's what they are yeah it's that you know, it's they're just like cover. that yeah yeah, yeah. It, it, there there is there is the kind of like you know the exotic um, Asian fetish kind of bullshit happening yeah. Um, and well yeah and, and like isn't that some of the the comparisons that people were making that in many ways the Dunmer um, have like a lot of uh, at least superficial um, similarities to Chinese people. In, in terms of, of like, you know, honoring the ancestors, like ancestral tombs and ancestor worship. And again, like, that's why I say very superficial ways. Like, I obviously don't look at Denver and think, oh, yeah, that's totally like China with all the like silt striders and ashlands and everything. It's like, yeah, no, obviously mm-hmm. not. Um, but I remember some people were kind of looking at that and thinking, oh, yeah. And with like some of the costumes that you could see with some of the robes, like, OK, Squint, I guess you can kind of see it. But yeah, it was also just like it that yeah. like comparison that i remember seeing back in the days also just absolutely reeked to me of that classic kind of oh precious delicate asian lotus flower and i'm like clearly you didn't have asian friends growing up and learned about tiger moms and dragon moms so right um, (laughs) it shows yeah it's 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 fun like uh i uh, so i used to be married to a vietnamese woman and um we're going to go way off topic here. And oh, yeah. uh, I, I had a, a, a co-worker of mine back when I was working at GameStop, um, met my wife, my ex-wife, and she, uh, you know, she was very polite. And then afterwards, he sort of pulled me aside and he was like, uh, man, you are so lucky. And I'm like, what do you want about? This guy's kind of young. And, uh, and he's like, well, you know, you're dating an Asian woman. That's got to be great, right? What's that like? And I'm like, what, what do you imagine it's like? And he's like, and he gets really embarrassed, very small. He shrinks like, like, kind of like you can see him. he realizes that he's fucked up. And he, 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 yes. he kind of like, he goes, well, they're, you know, really, you know, submissive, right? And I was like, man, <laughs> get out, get, get out more. <laughs> yeah, uh, really. Uh, get, get, get off of 4chan. My yeah, God. get off of 4chan. Yeah. <laughs> Look at, maybe check out less porn, maybe. Um, do we not have uh, people? Don't have links to Domingo. Um, I have already pinged it, but that's once. Wait, what? Yeah. And yes, bingo time. Yes. Uh, <laughs> it's, a, it's both a class and a race thing. Yep. Bingo yet? Given like the free space, the dead air. I showed up like got, a few minutes uh, late. There's a uh, lot of options on that thing, man. Topic. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. So we have like. Uh, there's there's not really uh if fortunately i mean like i'm I'm just gonna i should have probably led with this in this episode but this today's gonna be short because there's there's not a whole lot to cover here uh and uh i'm but there's just enough so that i didn't feel comfortable going into sermon 21 because read sermon 21 it's we're gonna be there for hours um it it might be a two-parter it's it's the introduction of the uh look at the tower sideways thing that everybody loves um yeah. so uh and so we decided to pull the ultimate april fool's joke and um spend a half an mess hour with everybody <laughs> it's like you thought we were gonna really get into lord no we are talking no. about tail no we're talking about 
<laughs> talking about tail. Yeah. <laughs> no enlightenment. Um, only horny posting. Only uh, yeah. <laughs> only only getting bonked. That's it. Um, yeah. And <laughs> bonked by Muatra. There you go. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Let's um, see. There, there was part of me that was thinking: is is are there some intentional parallels between um, between Crassius Curo's upbringing and what people were thinking of Vivek's upbringing? Because warrior poets, spears brought on on the streets. Oh, I don't stuff. know. Um, but you know uh, what, James? All I'll say is that life imitates art, which means truly the lusty Argonian maid is a work of art. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> it's just the lusty Argonian maid lives in all of us, James. I think. I think we yeah. all agree with that. Yeah. yeah. The real Lusty Argonian Maid was the friends we made along the way. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right here, man. Right here. Right here. All right. And yeah. on that on that where's, lovely note. Where's God in here? <laughs> where's the maid in I, here? I think I yeah, I think I think Draylian has made need a the dramatic most fantastic, reading. No. Yeah, the most fantastic <laughs> the most fantastic typo and most appropriate typo. Mm-hmm. Read mm-hmm. on, read on. <laughs> yes, yeah. a dramatic read on. No, 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 no reading. No, no. That, like I, I don't know. If, uh, like way, way, way back in the day when I did the, uh, um, the thirty six lessons audio, uh, people were like, "You should read the Lesty Argonian made," and I, I made a promise then, never gonna happen. Never yeah, gonna happen. and here you are, <laughs> years later. But if you sub to my OnlyFans. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and and then there's our sexy fireman style calendar coming out. Yeah. Uh, release yeah. date never. Uh, uh, a, a release date never. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. If after I lose all this belly weight, which is never. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> all right. There's the sultry. Yeah, sultry Argonian bard. I forgot about. Oh fuck me! I forgot about the sultry Argonian bard. Hold on. Oh, come on. What are we bard. doing here? We dare call ourselves beards. My God. Yeah. Um. Okay. Yes. So, uh, the author Elia Erdain only wrote one thing, apparently. Yes, this. I mean, when you write a masterpiece, it's your magnum opus. Do you really need to write it's, anything? Else? And it's also not. It's also not found in um, in Dragonborn. So this is kind of mm-hmm. implied. And the name to me also says that this is not a Dunmer who's writing this. And so. it's found not only in the Dawnguard expansion. It's also found in Elder Scrolls Online. So yet another. Uh, book that was brought back in time by uh mm. by the alien ruins um yeah yeah that's right wow so and, uh yeah and drillian makes another point that these things are multiple acts long so how oh, many right, kind yeah. of yeah there's there's <laughs> yeah. seven acts minimum of uh the last aragonian maid yeah i mean how many gags <sighs> are we going to have with these things I mean, seems like he could have. Seems like he pretty much said all he wanted to say in the first three acts. I don't know. Yeah, it's kind of the almost the equivalent of well, how many more episodes of Honey, Where Are My Pants? Do you really need to see uh, to reference the Lego Movie? Mm-hmm. But, where are my yeah. pants? Um, yeah. yeah. Well, you know, some people really like one thing, and uh, <laughs> why stop beating the dead horse if it doesn't stop spitting out money? So. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. true. The lusty wow. Argonian maid wasn't originally Argonian, was it? I what? What Rob? No. What? Where's that? Huh? Are we are we actually learning something new today? Yeah, what? that that's that's I, news I'm, to me. I, yeah. Yeah. Us learning <clears throat> what? No, we yeah. know everything. Oh, oh, the the sultry Argonian bard is um is the lesbian version by the look of mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. But yeah. Mm. So. 
Elia Erdane, of course, casts herself as the main character. Yes. And, and, and as is tradition. As is tradition. Yes. A great yes. day for Canada and, of course, the world. Um, I'm sure he wrote a lot of... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> to stop there. Yeah. Um, I, yeah, I don't know anything about the, Ar- the, the maid not being Argonian originally. Uh, no. Uh, uh, but, Rob, feel free to inform me, but I don't yeah. think so. Well, I think that um, might have been something about uh, quite who would have been performing as the Argonian, because they wouldn't have had the Argonian on stage. Uh, or yeah. an Argonian on stage performing the thing. <laughs> but um, out of curiosity though, just like on the nature mm-hmm. of um theater productions, we also get a bit more insight into mm-hmm. how theater works, at least in Morrowind, in mm-hmm. um uh the tribunal expansions. Yes. Oh uh, yeah. Where it's like, yeah, look, that you and then you need to go on stage, say these lines, and then someone's gonna come attack you and they need to actually kill the assassin. Mm-hmm. Um which, like, for me, as a theater kid, that was, like, the ultimate dream side quest, right? Like, <laughs> <laughs> it's like, wait, I get to kill someone for real on stage? Awesome, you know? Um, but I, I wonder, though, and again, I haven't played ESO, and I know I need to fix that. Um, <laughs> but are there any other representations? Because it'd be n- nice to see sort of different oh. hmm. uh, performance traditions. Like, you know, does someone do it more like a Greek style where there's like a chorus and masks. Um, I assume that the Bretons are basically Hmm. going to just be like Shakespeare. So it's like, verily saith I, and it's like, yeah, okay. Yes. Your Bretons. Very good. But like, is there someone say, say for example, like do the Khajiit do the kind of like shadow puppet theater that's common in Southeast Asia. Like, you know, this this is why, like, I would love to know the different theater traditions of Mm -hmm. Camriel. And now Mm -hmm. I kind Mm -hmm. of want to write that. There is a House of Reveries, yeah. yes, true. Um, you do yeah, you the, the House of Reveries has you help out in a play in one of the expansions. Yeah, that's in oh um the one Somerset in Isles. Southern, no, uh, no, it's uh, Blackwood. It's Blackwood, okay. And yeah, so that's Southern Cyrodiil. You do have to do a thing, and no, it's not. Yeah, and I, it is Somerset. Okay. Oh, it is Somerset. Um, uh, And I remember doing that, and immediately thinking about the quest in Mournhold, and panicking Mm -hmm. because I did the quest in Mournhold and didn't write down what I was supposed to say. And this is, you know, this is Morrowind we're talking about, so they just let you out there. And I'm like, (laughs) I don't know what my fucking next line is. I have no idea. Uh, (laughs) And um, and uh, hey, Lotaro. and and it's very much like a uh but but it's a lot easier to do thankfully in the ESO yes. version uh but i had like a huge like sudden like onset of of uh of uh embarrassment and fear at the idea of having to go through another play where i don't know the line so i was scribbling in a notepad i remember <laughs> uh while playing ESO like uh yeah. this line and then this line and this line i'm like oh, shit i know it's going to be multiple choice i wonder how brutal they're going to be um <laughs> Anyway, it was it was fun. Yeah, but you do put on a play in in ESO and that's about it. I think that's just the one thing for the House of Reveries and the House of Reveries is kind of like the only acting troupe that they really spend any time developing in ESO. Uh partially I think because um I think fans like it when they see NPCs from other expansions come back. I think that gets a very positive response. Yep. Um but also because uh, 
means they only have one acting troupe they have to develop. And also, the, the House of Reveries is really fucking cool, I have to say. The masks yeah. that they wear and stuff, the lore behind them, everybody takes on a type of, like, archetype character. It's, it's, it's very Campbell. It's very, it's very young. <laughs> <laughs> I'm about it. I'm about it. I'm about it. Hey, there yeah. we go. Hopefully someone mm-hmm. has bingo now. We mentioned mm-hmm. Carl Young. <laughs> uh, the plays yeah. and stuff are such cool lore. Which for, yeah, I agree. It was yeah. really good. Alchemy is my favorite character. Yes, in ESO. Yes. Alchemy is fantastic. It's a great character. Um, yeah. Yeah. The, there's like a lot of... Uh, anyway, if you, uh, as, if, if you take anything from this podcast, it's go play ESO. <laughs> <laughs> Because uh, Elder yeah. Scrolls Six ain't coming out for a while, not for and, a minute. Nope. So, yeah. yeah. And apparently, um, E3 was also canceled. So, yes, that's right. Uh, which is fine because apparently nobody serious was showing up to it anyway. So they just yeah. decided screw it. Um, yeah, which sucks. Probably cost them a bunch of money. They are changing. Yeah. Well, it's PAX now. Is what I. Anyway. Uh. Hey. Uh. Thanks for. Thanks for. Thanks everybody for showing up. Um. And uh, uh, we will catch you guys in another two weeks for uh, Sermon 21, which is going to be a real meaty one. So yeah. uh, hopefully nice, nice and thick and meaty and girthy. Yeah. yeah. That, that hot, stiff, girthy lore. Um, uh, anyway. Yeah. Everybody. Wake up, bye. 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 Everybody. Bye. Bye. Bye.